0: Hello and welcome to the James Sheets podcast. This podcast features the sermons and preaching messages of James Sheets, who pastored throughout West Virginia for many years. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a five star review and share a memory of James with us. Let's listen as Pastor James Sheets begins his message.
1: This particular passage is of the from the period of time the and? Uh, the resurrection, but the many of the apostles' disciples did not know that the Lord had come from the grave, and we have the story of a man and his wife who are on their way home to Emmaus, and we have the story beginning in verse 13, and behold, two of them went that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three or four long, and they talked together of all these things past that while they communed together and reasoned, Jesus himself drew near and went with them, but their eyes were holding that they should not know him, and he said unto them, What manner of communication are these, that ye have one to another, as ye walk, and are sad? And the one of them, which is na- whose name was Corbus, Answering, said unto him, Art thou also a stranger in Jerusalem, and hast not known the things which are come to pass there in these days? And he said unto them, What things? And they said unto him concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people. How the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be were done. And certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And when they found not his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. Certain of them, which were with us, went to the sepulcher and found him even, as the women had said, but him they saw not. Then he said unto them, no fools and slow heart to believe all that the prophet has spoken not Christ who has suffered these things and to have entered into his glory. And being beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them all the scriptures the things concerning himself. They drew nigh unto the village whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone further, but they constrained. Saying, "Abide with us for it is toward the evening, and the day is far spent." And he went in to carry with them, and it came to pass that as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and brake and gave to them, and their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. You might not have I not had that experience? Or I'm sure you have. There are times... knock on doors, to to visit their homes. And believe it or not, I have spent an entire day on more than one occasion knocking on doors and never had the door open. Sometimes people were gone. But other times I knew they were there because I heard the loud, boisterous, boisterous voices behind the door, inside somewhere, sometimes arguing. I've heard husband's Wives really fighting with each other. A mother spanking the kids to beat the band, and those small little popular boys, and I knock on the door and it gets All of a sudden, nobody home. Well, maybe you've had some of those experiences too. Now, I want to talk about another doctor knock on the door, not mine or not a sale. And the church gathered in someone's home to pray for his release, And they prayed and prayed. The Lord heard their prayer, and the shackles of Peter were dropped off, and the door swung open, and an angel took him out and set him in the street. And he finally made his way to the home where the prayer meeting was being held and knocked on the door. And a little girl came to the door and opened it, slammed it shut, and ran back in and said, Peter's standing at the door. And all of those adults said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Peter's in prison. It says something about prayer, and we're not talking about that, whether we believe in what we pray for. And finally, they came to the door, and Peter kept knocking and opened the door, and there was Peter. But suppose. To talk to them. They don't want to talk to a stranger. They want to talk to each other about the things that had gone on. And here is somebody out. found in right About the boy of your my about around the world. We have lost our image, our purpose, our goal, that it has ceased to be the house of the Lord, and now he is forced to knock upon his door to try to get inside. The story is told of the rescue effort in England back in the days of the wooden ships. These ships were being wrecked on the reefs and the rocks along the shoreline, and so some people got together and established a rescue. They built a little shack out on the point and fixed the ramp so that they could put a boat in it, and when there was a call for an emergency, the volunteer men would jump into the boat and slide down this huge ramp and sail out into the ocean and row until they could get to the ship for rescue, bring all of those people back into the little shack and work. in the group stood up and said, look, we have become nothing more than a club. We need to be rescuing people. And the large majority of the group said to the few disciplines, well, if you are so interested in rescuing people, go on down the coast a little bit and build your own rescue mission. We have other more important things to do. And so a little group went on and established their rescue mission, and lo and behold the same thing happened to the second organization, And they said, well, if you're so interested in rescue people, go on down the coast and build your own rescue mission. And on and on it goes. Across the land, the church has lost its purpose for being. And we have continual turmoil within it. You know, strangely... Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> center. His name is used there only in the terms. We need to reestablish the role of the family, the home, in society today. If we don't, the world is going to the course. Christ needs to be the center of our homes. And every aspect of it. Paul stood on Mars Hill in Athens. By an unknown god, to the people who had many altars to gods all over that hill. One of his statements to that body of people that was listening to him, speaking of God, he said, "In Him we live and move and have our being." I wonder if our families live and move and have their being in Christ, or is Christ forced to stand outside the home and knock on the door? a decision is made. I think we should never make a decision. Never turn a corner in our lives until we A retirement? Uh, those things that we have to take care of, and the Lord is to be left for, for the spiritual things.
0: I think the Lord stands
1: at the door of our lives and wants Jesus never opens the door. He knocks on it light. He wants the occupant to turn the latch and open the door. And what does he say if he will do? He that open Christ in the heart. You don't know where to turn. What to do? Let me tell you. If the Lord is in your heart, He'll carry it for you. Thirdly, some people are burdened. Survive one day in our lives if we didn't have a Lord who cared. He doesn't say that he's going to give us an easy road to, to walk upon. He doesn't say that he will take away from us all the pains and the difficulties and the burdens of life. He doesn't say that. He simply says, My grace is sufficient for you, as he said the Paul. I'll see you through it. That's what it means to be a Christian. It means to have had Christ to knock on your heart and you open the door. And he came in at your invitation. But once he's there, it means a sweet communion. One of those life, you open your heart. You see, the Lord of your private life, of your home, and of the church, and remember one thing, the hand that is knocking on the door has Lord from in.